Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wild Card on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Aaron Schwartz. I play Banya on Gossip Girl, and we are re-watching Rufus Getting Married. Welcome back, listeners, to your one and only source into all things Gossip Girl. You know you'll love it. XOXO. Hey. Hi. What's up? <laughs> Hey, everybody. Hi, Aaron. How's it going? Doing, I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm sitting here. Sammy's excited right now. I know. She hears what me a talking cute to somebody. dog. Aw. What's going on? Oh, my gosh. We're talking to Aaron Schwartz today and his beautiful, beautiful dog. puppy. Yes, our puppy. <laughs> she's Aww. she's, eyeing, yeah. she's yeah, how eyeing old is she now? Me. She's like, what are you doing? Uh, she is two. She just turned two uh, like a couple days Yo, ago. Yes. So, handful. Yeah, but she's very puppy-like, right? She's she's rambunctious, she's, I hear. So <laughs> it's nice yes. to see you both. <laughs> nice to see everybody here. Yes. Well, the last time we saw each other, this is Aaron Schwartz, everyone, who played the lovely... I'm going to let you say it with the accent. Vanya. Oh, God. Susanna knows <laughs> I, I might have lost half of the accent <laughs> last time we did it. Uh, Vanya. Vanya. I think that's how we would say Love it. it. Vanya. Hello. Yeah. Vanya, I forget your last name though. I don't if, know. Vanya doesn't need one. I feel like Vanya's last Vanya. name. It's just very. Yeah, it's like, like Madonna a, it's like and Beyonce. Like yeah. A prince. yeah, you just got it, Prince. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but wait, let me ask about Sam. Sammy is your dog's name, right? Yes. Yes. So when you travel for work, or like when we were just in North or um North Carolina, is that where we were? were North we? Carolina, South Carolina. South Carolina. South Carolina. Right. We were in Charleston. Right. And when I said no, I'm like, no, that's not okay. Yeah. So when we were in Charleston. Yeah. Which I loved, by the way. It was beautiful. What do you do there. with your dog? I put her, so it depends. If I have friends, well, I moved to Texas not too long ago, so mm-hmm. I don't have a ton of friends out here. But sometimes friends will watch her. But most of the time, I keep her at a place called Canine Cowboy. It's very cute. <laughs> I love yeah. That's very cute. Perfect. Texas. It's, it's, a, it's a little house, maybe like 40 minutes. I do this 40-minute drive just to put her there because it's kennel-free. Right. And it's uh, easy for her to like play in a house yeah. with a bunch of other dogs. And I just leave her there when I'm out. Well, yeah, because she's like, it's not easy to travel with that size dog. Like our my dog's 11, you know, like 11 or 12 pounds. So it's like very yeah. easy to bring her underneath. To like just, yeah. I kind of yeah. wish she was sometimes. Yeah. I mean, but I could that's probably nice put her that in my you purse. have a place like that because that's like very hard. I've had dogs where I couldn't travel. So to know that you have a place where they're, you know, can run around and are taken care of, then you can kind of go and like, work without being stressed about it yeah i do wish she could travel with me i didn't really think about that extensively before i got her Well, you just have to get a tour bus aaron you can just do the van life i know yeah (laughs) sammy and aaron's tour bus but you know but i've I've actually always been really inspired by aaron for many reasons as an actor as he's a tremendous friend a a generous hearted lovely human but he also is such an adventurous soul so he's lived i think you know has this new york east coast family lived in la did the hollywood thing and then just picked up and went to texas lived in israel for three years israel which i think is so cool it's so cool right like and he like has that he 
he has that thing that we talked about with Joanna Garcia. He always has that smile too. Yes. Like you can see I right do. now, right. the smile stop, does stop, not leave your stop. face. <laughs> it's so, so like warm, like warm oh. and beautiful and don't make me cry. Yeah. I'm getting emotional. No, it's very yeah. true. But I, I'm like, what what Susanna all just said is like, you have like a very interesting story and you've been to a lot of places and you've been an actor and worked. I mean, like you've been in films that at, at, when I was younger, if I would have known that we worked on the same show together, the same, like same, my younger self would have flipped out like Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Nobody knew except right. for um, Matthew Settle. Matthew Settle. <laughs> The first scene I did on the last episode, <laughs> I don't know. He he, I, he I came up to me and was like, by the way, I know who you are. And I was like, <laughs> am I in trouble? Like, what's going on? So that's the only person that ever knew. But also, you guys were pretty young. I was in my early 30s at the time. And everybody on set was in their early 20s. So I don't think it was like a, a thing that people really watched. Well, speaking of young, you have this fascinating, um, you know, sort of origin story as an actor because you were on Mighty Ducks when you were a kid. And then you also were on, uh, what's the other movie um, with uh, Keenan? Oh, Heavyweights. Oh my God. Heavyweights, those movies that were kind of cult classics. They are. So you basically had this like Hollywood child star thing. And I know that you've been working on, I don't know if you want to something oh yeah i would talk love to about talk about later it. down the line, later but you've been working line. on a project. A documentary on child stars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's something that you're exploring yeah, and really excited. invested in finding the sort of psychological and emotional yeah. uh, consequences of that kind the of life, stigma, right? The stigma attached to child actors, you know, going back into the business when I was, I was a little kid, I left, went to Israel for like three, four years off and on, uh, got back into the business when I was, I'd say 20, but I didn't really like really start hustling and getting an agent again and really started from scratch. By the time I was about 25, I did a stint in Guiding Light. And then like within not too long after that, I booked Vanya on Gossip Girl. And so that whole foray back into the business was kind of like a little bit of a, you know, it was a little bit of a shock to the system to get back into it in my, you know, late 20s. But I think it did something where it allowed me to kind of stay a little more grounded that I didn't keep on growing through my late teens and early twenties in the limelight. And it, I think right. it helped me not, you know, attached to that stigma of child actors. Yeah. Which also can be too, like to where it is kind of separate, you know what I'm saying? In the yeah. sense of, because you, you like getting to know yourself and yourself as an actor all the way through all of that, because sometimes I feel like you, you you are a different actor in your 20s than you were when you were on Mighty Ducks than you are in your right. 30s. And sometimes if you stay in that the whole time, it's hard for people to disconnect and then reconnect in, in a new role or a new yeah. film. Or So I think it's like quite awesome and neat and really amazing. I think there's something about fame too when, you, when, yeah. you're, when you're in the limelight and you have fame, you kind of take on the persona that people give you. I mean, I've seen it with... Some of the younger castmates, they just got famous right when I got on set in Gossip Girl. And I could see some of the, not in a negative way at all, I just could see that some of the stuff that, even if it was tabloids, hopefully they didn't listen to the tabloids, but you know, even just outside fandom would right. kind of put on them, they kind of took it as their personality in the beginning. And if you're young and you don't really have a grounding on your own personality, it could kind of envelop you and you your acting world your personal life all kind of becomes that same narrative and it's could be dangerous for sure yeah and there's probably something in that where it's like because if the world and uh, people are appreciating it like you're being praised for it and it's all this like wonderful thing and it's the show that's hitting and everyone's liking this about that character it right. almost subconsciously probably feels like, oh, if this feels right and it's working for all these people that love it all over the world, then maybe it should bleed into all my other my life lanes yeah, exactly. and my life. Yeah. yeah. And so you can you can kind of see where that would happen and, and yeah. where it could get like slippery or, you know, depending on the type of person you are or you how you know can handle it. More well, more well than anybody that I know. It's like you know that you, you know, your character on Gossip Girl. You know, peop, the fans don't separate Jessica from no. your character. <laughs> they, you are, 
you know, and it's, it becomes this thing <laughs> where they talk to you like you're her and it, right. it could easily get just like smeared in to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a wild, interesting yeah. world, right? It is. It we, is. It's so hard to be an actor for so many reasons, you know. And it's like we are already have to do so much like emotional maintenance to keep ourselves, you know, positive because there's so much rejection and it's such an unsteady, you know, career path. And then on top of it, if you do have some success, then you have to, you know, stay grounded and or right, you have to keep um, it going. You know, you right. have this thing behind you saying, "I got to stay <laughs> relevant. I got to stay relevant." It's like the totally nerd, such an anxiety ridden place to approach it too. A lot of people always ask, did you love doing Gossip Girl? And of course, I'm like, yes, it was such a good time on, in our lives. It was such a good show that so many people enjoyed, whether it was, you know, getting through, you know, there's people that have come up to us in South Carolina, I remember, or in South Carolina. <laughs> in Charlotte. Yes. You're yeah, right. Like it. now like, it's right. so yeah. like, you Charleston. know, my mom, Charleston. 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 My mom was fighting cancer <laughs> and we really, that was where we bonded yeah. and got through that. Or, you know, I had a really tough pregnancy and I could check out and, you know, just be thankful. And so when you hear that and see those types of things with fans, you're like, this really is so beautiful that we get paid to do something we love and it can affect people on some sort of level in that way. And then there's times where people are like, well, did you really love it? Like with all, you know, the fame that came with it or the people that, you know, didn't like your character so much. And I'm like, you know, it's, it's a, it's a fine line to like, even answer that question. I have to, I have to like ride this like line, you know, like, right. Because yes, I was super blessed and great. And, and you know what, if people were affected by how Vanessa was or came off in certain seasons or the way she did certain things to Dan, you know, that's part of the entertainment and the show that we were in. Yeah, I, yeah, that's part of because so you were funny. so good your at your job. Your character was like sometimes loved and then hated. And then I remember hate hearing, "Oh, oh, that yes, girl." I yeah, know. I remember her, and I was like, "I wish you could meet Jessica because you would not feel <laughs> this way." But it's so crazy because it's also I'm like, no, in a million years, you know, you're as an actor, you were like, you put all this time and effort into hoping that a pilot that you do or a show you a character you play is able to keep coming back and keep growing right. and the audience loves it. So I'm like, no, I wouldn't right. change any of it. Um, but again, yeah, Vanessa did certain things. Jessica did not. So keep it separate. But it's like you said, <laughs> they don't. So yeah. that's a really good way to put it. <laughs> Stephanie and Josh really, uh, really stuck it to you sometimes. They did. Yeah. But speaking of that, let's talk about mm -hmm. your, um, with Josh and Stephanie or your casting your um, yeah. casting story. What, what were you with Josh and Stephanie? Were you you in New York? Tell us. I was in New York, so I'm born and raised in New York, and I was right. I was getting back into the business, and I, I think it was a year prior. I was actually my ex told me I have to be on the show. I remember my ex was like, "You met Nikki, Suze." Uh, yeah, she, she was me, fantastic, and she was a big awesome. Gossip Girl fan, right? Huge, <laughs> like right when it, right when those billboards came up with like, you know, like. Yeah. Two people like in the middle of it. And then the ad was like, this is disgusting. Don't let your children watch it. I thought it was genius. <laughs> yes, right. The, ad, the ads. With the parent, it was the parent council that was being yeah. quoted. Oh, right? yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. So she's like, you have to be honest. And I'm I'm like, this is Do you know what's funny about thing. that? Sorry. Yeah. I don't want to no, cut ahead. you off. No, but please. seeing those billboards, the all the parent groups that were writing those in, that's what our marketing team did. They took those quotes and then put Genius. them on like steamy billboards with like Nate and Serena, like naked in a pool and I like Chuck say, and Blair. So they yeah. did such a brilliant job. Anyway. And I, it, it was brilliant. And I think that was what gave it that like momentum to like right. just shoot out there. And it became a fan favorite right. immediately. I didn't know about it. She told me about it. And I was trying to get back into the business and I was doing things like I was hustling. I was like, I got to like get okay. seen. You know, I just got an agent and a manager and I just decided to go to these. There's these intensives that people will do to meet cast and directors. And it's really to meet them, but it's supposed to be a class. And so it's like this fine line. Is it a class or are you really trying to like network with cast and directors? So I would just it was Mele Nagler's, Mel Cap Casting for the first and second season. And then it switched to Bowling Misha. But for the second season, I would go to these intensives with Mele Nagler. I probably paid her rent or her mortgage that year. Because <laughs> I, think I, I think I went like 10 times, <laughs> like paid off. 150 a pop, like oh. spending a thousand. And I was like, this is like you gotta what I got to spend money do. to make money, Aaron. <laughs> right. And right. they were just like, leave me alone almost. She got to this point where she just started bringing me in for everything. And then 
the Vanya one wasn't even supposed to be on the show. I think the Vanya one was supposed to be just for Chasing Dorota, which was like the Yeah, the we've first talked about that spin podcast before. Yeah. Yeah, the spin-off the uh, little oh web God. series. So they had introduced Vanya as the, you know, as the boyfriend figure. So it was born of the idea of the spin-off and then because Aaron was so fantastic Wonderful. and you know just, oh, just slotted right in and like Keep made the most of Vanya <laughs> he yeah all of a sudden he's you know popping up as a major plot player in um you know GG proper so it was like such a cool thing that that spin-off yeah. you know allowed for us to have a relationship yeah we had a, a great relationship and it was I thought it was just for the Verizon thing and I, I don't know exactly what happened, but I did the show first before the Chasing Dorota. I did the last episode of season two first. And I was, man, I was nerve wracked because I was like not expecting that. You get this to do the spinoff and then they call you and they're like, hey, we actually want you to come to to work to on set. the CW show to set. To on location. It wasn't even in the studio. And was that that was the scene with paparazzi and with stuff? With the baseball right. bat. Yeah. And they're trying to get in. Are they, They're trying to get photos of Serena. And you're like pushing and them I'm out, right? Pushing people off. And yeah, I'm yeah. still working on the accent because I just memorized the accent for the audition. Right. <laughs> and the audition was funny because the audition wasn't the audition wasn't supposed to be like he was kind of like I made him kind of nerdy. And I don't think they wrote it that way. I can think they were like there were people in the audition that were like trying to look suave. Right. <laughs> and I remember actually in the intensive melee was saying, like, make your audition different, like make it different. So I was like. F it. I'm just going to go in and I'm just going to like, whatever. I've been here a million times. I'm not getting cast. I'll just go with it. And I like got myself looking all nerdy and kind of did like a Don Knotts (laughs) version of, uh, of a Russian (laughs) doorman. And I got out of there thinking, Oh my God, I'm gonna get a call from my agent saying you're an idiot. What are you doing? And then somehow I, Vanya's dorkiness made it into the show. Yeah. Well, that's what's so lovely about Vanya is that this kind of earnestness so and the fact that he's such a sweet human. And so because I think Dorota is a sweet, sweet hearted person, the people like like the two of them together because you were like, you know, you believe that they were like, um, you know, good people who could uh, yeah. you know, take care of each other. And Dorota cracked the whip with Vanya, but did it right, in such right. like a, <laughs> I think so. in such a like a so. wholesome way, you know. But and you right. know what's so, so like cute. cool about the backstory and Vanya and Dorota is that this, it was all things that you never saw coming, which I know they do that a lot in the show, but it was like, even in this episode, like at the end, I know I'm jumping forward. Right. When you're at the bar with Georgina, I'm like, wait, they were planting things and doing stuff. So when I hear the story of that's what your audition, you know, process and, you know, story was that you went in for the, you know, the spinoff, and then they ask you to come to set. Now you're Serena's doorman, the Vanderwitz and how you know, much you're working did the they you know? Yeah. And then you're sitting right. here and, and this twist at the end that you throw with Georgina. Now I'm like, wait, that's got to be through Blair and Dorota. But like, we won't know now for a couple episodes. But it's really wild because it's so set up and goes so smoothly. Like something had to go down with Georgina because yeah. no one on the Upper East Side is letting her get away with what she pulled during this whole episode, which was very vindictive and right. very wrong. And Georgina's, She's on my damn nerves because she was just yeah. not. I yeah, felt like, so bad for was... your character. You played that. You <laughs> oh played God, that episode yeah. so well. I haven't seen that episode in so long, and I was like, "Poor Jessica." Oh my God. She's. So I know she was just on someone's wedding around. day, and then yeah. doing that to Dan right. and Lily. Yeah, we should probably say this episode is actually called "Rufus Getting Married." Married, the, the one that we're talking yes. about here today. So we have a lot of marriage plot lines and like you're saying, Georgina gets really nasty and like really does some bad stuff here. And we get to see this fantastic little moment of uh, Vanya coming in to totally to save the day and like get rid of Georgina. So shall we say where we left off? Yes. But before we do that, it's based on the movie title, Rachel Getting Married, which Mm -hmm. a little fun fact, Sebastian Stan, who is in this episode with all of us, is also in that movie. So Oh, he that. is? That's, That's why. Yes. I'm like, okay, Sebastian. I've seen that movie, down. but I didn't remember that. Sebastian's in everything. Come he, on now. He was like on the gas pedal back then. Like, <laughs> like you were like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Going what to every you show, like, every movie. <laughs> um, okay, so, so we good. left off. Last time on Gossip Girl, Serena diffused a potential meltdown from disgraced actress Ursula, which was um, Tyra Banks. At the cost of her job, right. she needed to fend off Lily's design to send her off to college. 
On the bright side, Dan comes to terms with Olivia's fame and identity, leaving hope for their future relationship. And then Jenny begins letting go of her quest to break school hierarchies in allure for her own popularity. So that is where we left off. And it's like we kind of had that a little bit of a break almost from some of the plot lines in that episode. And then we're back with a vengeance today with this one. Um, Lily and Rufus decide to move up their wedding day. Chuck discovers a secret that Carter's been keeping from Serena, which involves Bree and the Buckleys. Dan and Vanessa are pulled into one of Georgina's schemes when she lures Scott back to New York on a ruse. Also, Blair is suspicious of Brie, and she shares her concerns with Nate. So it's like, we're back to the Brie stuff. We're back to... Oh, I knew Brie was in some, up to something from the minute yeah. I saw her. Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, see, she's, she plays it really well, though, in the sense of this sweet dynamic where you're like, yeah. okay, maybe she's just really going to fall for, for Nate. And I'm thinking the whole time that it's because of their political families, like, background, You know, yeah. like, the right. Buckleys and the, you know... Archibald's like, so I'm like, okay, that's where this is going. And then, of course, you know, then it has something to do with Carter and Serena now. And now it's like, it's like a domino effect every time. Like, it's always like, boom, 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 boom. And then still that last domino that's standing blows your mind. Like, like you at the end of this episode, Aaron. I'm like, what? Yeah. Where did they get that from? That was, that was crazy. And I got to play suave at one point. It's almost here. The NYX anniversary sale starts this Thursday, May 9th at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. So mark your calendar this Thursday, May 9th for the NYX anniversary sale. Get 30% off all leak-proof underwear, shapewear, activewear, and more. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Don't miss this. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wildcard on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I have to say, like like the whole Breeze storyline, Joanna plays it in such a way that I really didn't, I was never convinced that she was duplicitous or that she did have, yeah. you know, ulterior motives. So it's, it's really nice because then you kind of, at the end, it really is a little bit of a heartbreak when she's, when Nate comes to her and says, uh, were you using me? And she was Blair like, told uh, me. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and for what it's but worth, she did I'm it sorry. In such, 
she was so endearing at the end too, because she's also like, I'm really right. sorry. Does that like mean anything? Like I really am. And he's like, nah, get out. Out. Right, right. Yes. Okay. So it opens up with Serena and Carter are happily together. Nate and Bree, they're they they're bouncing around. They keep cutting to each couple. Dan is I aming Olivia, right. Chuck and Blair are in bed together. Um by the way, when they're doing this, I'm like, these couples are just all real cute. Like, you guys are just cute. Like, yeah. you know, Chuck they're and Blair, so even even Bree and Bree and Nate at this point. I'm like, I'm liking them. Dan and Olivia, I'm not quite sure really what obviously what's going on there. I think it's also like such a throwback to do the I aming thing. And he's oh, yeah. usually is he using Vanessa's <laughs> right. docu, docu girl 91 or something. I think <laughs> Dan is. <laughs> Okay, Vanessa. Also, he's like he's using that he uses that laptop like on the street. Yeah, that little just old, boom, boom, that was a great. chunky laptop. <laughs> or yeah. the or yeah. the flip phone he pulls out. It's like yeah. so. I right, love right. seeing all the old technology. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so all of these things are going on. Who who Aaron is your favorite couple at this point? I mean, I know you're not rewatching it like we are, but like yeah, you but are I definitely did, in and a part of the show. So like you you're guys said, the like watch this, and I was like, let me dive in and really watch it. Yeah. And I watched it from beginning to end, and I'll tell you right now, Lily and Rufus, man, I, when the, I love when that. the kids, oh that's when so the nice, kids get them back together in the diner, yeah, or wherever they are in Brooklyn, and they get them back together. Lily's reaction when she figures out like her little smile, I thought it was really cute. Yeah. Like she's like, yeah, I so hate this, cute. but that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Yours changes, right? Susanna? Who me? I think that, yeah. um, you know, mine does change, but I think like, I, I agree with Aaron that like Lily and Rufus are, you know, they're obviously the heart of this episode. And what's so nice about it is the, like Lily is usually such like a, you know, kind of a badass, and like you see her get so um, kind of soft a little, you know, soft in this episode, and there you see her her insecurities a couple of times, and the fact that we sort of bring up in this funny cheeky way the fact that she's had all these husbands and right. how each wedding was so fat, fa you know, fabulous and over the top, and then she has to write these vows and she can't quite get there, and it's like he has to kind of break her down and be like, "What are you scared of?" You know, and it's kind of what all of these characters are usually dealing with, and then here we see it with her, which is that like, in the end, it's that she basically says like, I'm scared of having a real partner, right. <laughs> you know, and like, like that she's, you know, not ready for that, or she doesn't think she is. And he has to kind of show her. So and he has to like, call her out. Oh, yeah, he has to really take her to task. You you don't want to do this because you're scared of really falling in love and being with someone who really cares for right. you. And he's like, and I know that because you're breaking my heart right now. And I'm like, Oh, Rufus. oh, oh my yeah, gosh, it's such a good scene. <laughs> yeah. The dynamic between between them is, is so amazing also because they're from two different worlds. I think that's like a big right. thing. Like everybody you see, all the other couples are basically from the same world. Even uh, Vanya and Dorota, they're from, you know, they're they're the help, you right. know, and then everybody else is the Upper yeah. East Side. But they Eastern are European a help, good right? mix. <laughs> yeah. But they're this good yeah. mix of like he's this rocker living in Brooklyn and she's right. from this big family. And you see it work. And it, I think it's a cool little dynamic see that totally in, uh, yeah. on the upper east side it's lovely and of course their their union is strengthened or challenged both in this episode by the resurgence of scott so we have this character scott who we know is the love child the lo that they think he's dead he kind of came back around and basically copped to being from the family of the kid that they thought they had but he wasn't quite truthful and then because of georgina's antics he is outed here in this episode. In this and episode. so the fact that the three of them face off and then have this like beautiful moment where they come together and hug. And it's part of, part of what breaks Lily in the end to see. And her, the way she, she played that too, you know, like having oh, this so good. very vulnerable breakup moment with Rufus to then the, the sun's coming up to all the people walking and, and you know, the, their whole crew, all their kids having like this circle right. around them because they're, they're late to their wedding so it, there's just, right. and then sh there's so many things going on. She's basically like, I don't know if we can get married. Then she finds out that's her son that they thought was right. not alive. I mean, there's just the way she played all those things going on was like incredible to me. I'm like, oh my God, Kelly. Right. And it was, uh, I thought of you, Jess, because I was like, I feel like there's something about 
you know, Kelly had such a depth of emotion and real in the way that she was playing Lily in those scenes. And I was like, there has to be something about she was, you know, a new mom. Uh, you know, oh my God. She, like she was just came back from maternity leave in these episodes. Yeah. So she it's was. like this was her Christ. first episode back from having the baby. Right. So it's like undoubtedly that yeah. strengthens a certain muscle in you. <laughs> So I always totally. think of you when I think of, you know, young actor moms and I'm like, you know, the <laughs> idea that you have a new perspective, you know, and so you can like bring a different, um, you know. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah, turn the tables like here, Jessica. Yeah. What, how does that, <laughs> right. how, when you're acting now, do, do you find that you are able to kind of dig deeper now that you're taking care of yeah. a human life? That's yours? Yeah, because I feel like you just, you're looking and feeling things in a different lens, in a different way of like, what would you do if this would happen to your daughter? What would you do if you had to yeah. do something to protect them in this way? Or find out that I kn knew that there was a child all along, but then found out they were no longer alive. And then he's standing in front of me and, and you didn't expect that. That's like a shocking thing to your heart, to your everything that you probably tried to get through your whole life to be like, it was the right decision. It was the right decision. Now they're here, you know, as, and on my wedding day with his father, like right. <laughs> just the amount of things, but yes, you definitely can dig in deeper and definitely yeah. like, it's just a different way. You just look at life different when you have a baby in, in, I know, in my I know life. How, I know how it is. Uh, I know how it is. There goes Aaron <laughs> showing us his little furry baby. A hairy child. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, who oh, is my it. dad talking to right now? <laughs> Sammy just right, gives like, up. <laughs> he's just like, he's crazy. Oh, oh. I love it. So in this episode, we have this wedding that is the kind of pinnacle, cli you know, climactic scene. The idea that they actually decide to go ahead and have the wedding, you know, tomorrow or whatever it is. And yeah, so which I Serena, love. who is in a really good place with Carter, is sort of. Uh, decided to, you know, really jump on board and help Lily to organize this wedding. And she's kind of, they're kind of making up, you know, because Lily is still a little bit tentative about her not going to college. And so we have Serena on that wow, mission. University. That's a good one too. I know, right? <laughs> and at the same time, you have, uh, you know, Bree and Nate who are, you know, in the throes of their relationship. And then Blair and Chuck and Blair is just like going to town being so mean to Brie Buckley in this episode. They she this, is like, like, I can't stand dinner. her in the tractor she came in <laughs> right. on or something. I'm like, Blair. Right. Oh, the that, dim sum, the dim, dim sum dinner. Date, double oh my date. God. Oh, she says, the dim sum double date. She goes, Whoa. Blair says, I, I know, uh, I know women and none of them are that nice. I think she says that to Trey. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, so oh, good. Yeah, she really does some sick burns on Brie in that in that lunch. So it's like she knows that she's like, it's like she has a, a, a sixth sense about Brie, but but Chuck basically tells her, you, your problem with Brie is that you don't like to see Nate move on. So even though you're in love with me, you don't want anyone else to be happy or whatever. That's kind of what he, yeah, you know. Which, tells by her, the right? way, when Chuck says that, I'm like, that's like still, I feel like such a mature thing for someone right. their age like chuck that's nate's his best friend and blair's is chuck's girlfriend so to be like actually right. you just have a problem with nate moving on i'm like okay chuck are you like a grown-ass man like yeah <laughs> that's like chuck very showed some maturity also oh like God. giving giving him a little room because he saw the goons that were the brother-in-laws show up and he's like he comes to uh serena it's like look like this was really big of him that he actually even showed up to the wedding so, yeah. you know, got to respect that. Like right. he yeah. could have left. Like I gave him a ticket and he chose. Give him a ticket. Yeah. Not to. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck has very, been very mature, emotionally mature. That's so true. Yeah. Give him two more episodes though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll see at the end of this one. <laughs> yeah. Concerned. It's like we're watching sort of this wedding kind of come together, come, you know, fall apart, come together. And we're kind of going down this one road. And then this whole time there's this like blackmail um, danger brewing with, with Georgina. So, many people. so like, yeah. I, think, I feel like Vanessa is really like this. I, I mean, this episode has been, is like some really good Vanessa fodder because Vanessa <laughs> is the one person who knows the truth about Scott. And Georgina comes back and realizes that um, Dan is, you know, into Olivia and he's, kind of ghosting her or not, you know, not texting her back anymore. And she's jealous and she wants to break them up. So she wants to engage in Vanessa in that. Um, and it's basically like, you have to break Dan and Olivia up. And Vanessa's like, well, if they, hell what, no. And then she's like, going to blackmail her. Yeah. Well, because 
Vanessa asked Dan, why are you why are you using my I am? Like, I think she's like, why are you using mine? And he's like, because every time I use mine, Georgina comes and says something and she's like not getting it. Like, I broke up with her. How much more can I say? So she's like, mm-hmm. OK, I get it. Then when Vanessa and, and Georgina sit down in the coffee shop, she's like, I just don't know why Dan's not responding to me. And she goes, Vanessa goes, A, because he broke up with you. B, he's seeing someone else. And C, even though I try to defend you, you're a full on crazy person. Yeah, and she's I love like, that. wait, can we go back to B? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, he's right. seen someone. And then she basically is like, you have to break them up. And Vanessa, because of this big secret that she has, and this is not like, hey, you know, Dan made out with someone. This is like someone's child. This right. is someone's brother. This is someone, like, there's just so many things that go around, Scott. I know I say that a lot. I say it every episode because I still, and it's probably because I'm a parent now, <laughs> right. cannot believe this storyline. I just yeah. can't believe yeah. it. <laughs> it's crazy. And, and then right. Georgina getting on a bus to Boston Georgina, and blackmailing some everyone. little girl is, is yes. messing right, right, right. all these people's lives <gasps> up. Yeah. Yeah. So right. Get her out of here. Send between her to a rock loose. and a hard place. She's like, I can't be the yeah. one on the wedding day to blast everyone out or do it to Scott. Vanessa had an intimate relationship with Scott. So it's also not right. just the secret. She was dating him, which That's is right. when I say that out loud, it's yes. wild. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's really loaded. Aaron, how crazy and, is that? So many twists and man, That's Stephanie crazy. and Josh throw, <laughs> pulling out all the stops with this. All I forgot it. how intertwined all of these Everything. stories were. It's crazy. Yeah, right. And the the blackmail is so nuts because it's like this. Um, in order for Vanessa to to do it, she has to kind of convince Dan that Olivia is not right for him. So what I love is this funny thing that proceeds in which. It seems like she's trying to get Dan to date her. So it's like everything she's saying, like, you should look at your, you know, friends you already have or people who are in, you in know, your history. In New York or, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. 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 And, it, and so he's it's like, so embarrassing oh, for her, too, because then. <laughs> and he put, then he comes, he's like, listen, I know what you're doing. You're like, no. I'm not doing that, you idiot. He's like, I know. I'm not into you, moron. Vanessa, I'm like, look at Vanessa. <laughs> so it's so funny. But Dan takes one for the team, which is, I should say, because it's also part of his whole world. And he goes and pretends to Georgina that he he has missed her and that he should be with someone (laughs) that he has a past with. So Georgina's all like, okay, I can come to the wedding with you tonight. And he's like, no, it's a private event. (laughs) Should have grabbed that ass. Should have grabbed that ass. (laughs) Right. That's such a good (laughs) moment. Ruined the whole thing. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Maybe he's not such a good actor after all. Yeah. How great is that like background actor who she he like turns to that guy. I don't know if he's like a some old guy in the park or hot dog vendor or yeah. something. And he's like, you know, or she's and she turns to him and it's like, you know, what does it mean when the guy doesn't grab your ass anymore? And then when she walks away, the way that that man looks her up and down and looks at her ass is like oh, so wow. amazing. And I was like, <laughs> that guy. That. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like he was like a, you know had to play the small role or he was a background actor and he really con- committed. He did a whole like really, really gross, like old man look. That reminds <laughs> me at the end of the episode, they, I was going to do like a Vanya twist to it where I was like scared at the end. Like I'm like being suave. And then I'm like, Oh my God, this, this is happening. And they right, were like, right. don't do it. We don't want to give the audience any more information. Just walk away and just be cool. So my way of being cool was, looking Michelle up and down, like yeah. checking her out. You sold it, and man. they right. used it. And I was like, oh, now Bonnie looks like a perv. Like what? Oh, yeah. I didn't really notice that. I just feel like no, I didn't feel that way. I, was, I noticed it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I didn't feel that way at all. But it's <laughs> okay. also because, and here's maybe why, but I also feel like the fans that really watch the show and the viewers, they like really don't miss a thing. Yeah. But maybe they didn't want mm-hmm. to because you outside of the, um, you know, your, your wardrobe for the, the doorman. 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 Yeah. It would be very hot. You're in a suit. You didn't see your hair really because you had a hat on, didn't you? In the with the doorman. With the doorman, like yeah. You I had did. A hat yeah. On. So I'm saying yes, it would be yes. very hard to be like that's the guy that was. You know what I mean? So yeah. Maybe and it that's was a new why character. It was just. Yeah, I was also just introduced like only two episodes. So we'd only before. seen him in that one time with the paparazzi, right? Right. Yeah, like one other one, I right. think. But yeah. It was just like mm-hmm. me coming to the door to Lily and right. giving her a bag. Um. Yeah. And yeah, how about speaking of. Different wardrobe. We got Dorota with like hats and and, oh, yeah. and a nice oh dress. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Pop this color. was like the best. I remember when people ask me about the wardrobe and all that stuff on Gossip Girl. I always think of this episode because it was like I think the first time they gave me any outfit to wear besides my uniform. 
and it was like that floral dress and that big old hat. And I had my hair done and my makeup. Like I looked so cute, my old makeup. I had, I should put lashes on me and stuff, you know, because like, I never beautiful. had all that stuff. So, so it just was so fun. And I love the fact that Dorota's job at the wedding is to attempt to get, uh, what's the band called that she's, um, Oh, she's trying Sonic to get Youth? there. Sonic Youth. Sonic Youth. Yeah. Yes. And she calls them Sonic Youths. Which is I, so, uh-huh. good. so that's uh, amazing. I love that. That's I her responsibility. It. Yeah. Yeah. And then they end up uh, doing a cameo and they sing a yes. song in Rufus's she, Loft, she which is pretty fantastic. got them married. The lead singer married Rufus. I love that. And Lily. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. And it was that. like, uh, I think the audience, the audience was really young. So the fact that they got Sonic Youth. And they were talking about like when they were talking about their like stint in this hotel and they were like bringing up all these things from the 80s and 90s. I was like, I don't know if the audience is, is this for the adults watching the show? <laughs> I thought, well, but there were a lot of adults too. I feel like that's one of the things they yeah. did well is that they had a, they had a sense that there was a cross-generational like audience uh, yeah. you know, demographic. So they had, they gave enough of those like those kind of little gems little and special treats for the um, older audience too. Right. Um, Definitely. I was going to ask as have either of you ever officiated a wedding? No, no, nobody, nobody trusts me with a wedding. I have, I've done, I've done, I think five like, and I just ten. got asked to do another one. So I'm, oh, I'll be on amazing. wedding number six wow. in March. Yeah. So I've, so when I saw that scene and I was like, you know, I know, I know that feeling because she had that line about, um, you know, uh, by the power vested in me by the sketchy internet. I was like, that's I've said <laughs> that uh, 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 some version of that line many times because I've done so many weddings. So you, yeah, yeah. So you ha- do you have to take some sort of course, like not course, but no, like how? No, you, you don't have to do anything. Can't just do you, it, right? You basically just you go on a website. You fill it out. No, the website. You fill it out. You pay a little money. It's like I mean, but you know, it's like twenty bucks or something. So yeah, you, you I don't do mean a, a course, but I thought there was no you do a way, questionnaire. Like, okay, and you get like a certificate. Yeah, they send you a certificate, and and it's like okay. good for life too. So some states have different requirements, but yeah, but you have um, but yeah, the website is very quick and easy, and you know, it's a little bit of wow. a. You know, well, I am silly getting married. Have to get we it. don't have a date yet, so who knows? You might be on number oh. seven. <laughs> oh, gotta get soon. I, I have a good track record. I only well, I have one divorce. One divorce. Clearly, you do. You keep being asked, and it's great. But that's not on you. <laughs> no, that's not on me. But I did my best to marry them and send them off. But yeah, but I do like how the wedding in this episode is. Um, it, it goes from being supposed to be really big to impromptu and at the botanical garden, and then. And the end, it ends up just being just the kids in the loft. I know. Um, and Sonic right. Youth. <laughs> and Sonic Youth. Which is you know amazing. what's right. really crazy? And until you, so I was watching it, and I'm like, something happened in this episode. So in real life, we were in Brooklyn filming in, in those. And my brother at the time right. was in ICU for like weeks. He had a virus that attacked the brain called encephalitis. And I don't know if oh my you, you guys wouldn't have remembered because I didn't. That's why all of a sudden Vanessa's not in the rest of the episode. Oh, wow. Like she's not at the wedding. Oh, my God. She's not. At, and I was kind of, I was watching I no and I'm idea. like, why is she not? Even if I didn't have like big more, you know, more things to say at the wedding, she still would have been around. You know, we know that right. those were those long days where even if those big parties. Right. They would have didn't have dialogue. There, right. still had to nice be there. 16. 18 hour days sometimes. So yeah. I'm like, this is wild that you don't see her little pop of yellow around. And then I'm like, oh my God, that's right. The doctor had called my family and was like, listen, everyone needs to come home. And I'm not trying to be dramatic. My oh brother's my absolutely right. fine. He's 32 years old. He's oh, my good. best friend and he's in great health now. But Amazing. he was 21, right. had to learn how to walk again. He was down to like 100 pounds. <gasps> he's 6'3". Like it was so crazy. Scary. And I remember it was all when we walked up and Scott was there and we were like telling Rufus and Lily what was going on and then I got the call and I remember looking at Ed and Mike he's like you need to go now and I'll finish and then I'll meet you in Wisconsin and I like look at Blake and she's like Jess I said I don't know what to do you got and here's the thing this was like at the moment a life or death situation so I was like but it was so my point of this is that it was so lovely how all of Mm -hmm. our cast was and everyone was like listen we'll just have a standing in for your. So they did my coverage quick as I was waiting for the car to come. I went to I went to the airport in wardrobe, and I was Vanessa. Like people at the airport were literally Whoa. like Vanessa, and I'm like, "Yep, this is actually her." <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, actually, I was Vanessa, fully in right hair, makeup, yeah, and the hair. thing because it was just. And then got you just there rushed and... out. You got your coverage done and then rushed well, out because I was waiting for the car, and they literally were like, 
if you Let's can you hold it together? It. And I was like, yeah. But then I got like, and then literally the car came and, and or Transpo. I think Transpo made a bit like to even take. Yeah. So when I was watching this, not to be dramatic and what my no, brother's you absolutely remember crying. your coverage and you're like, but I, I remember, remember that being scene. Like, where did she go? And they don't say anything, but I just, right. and everyone was so lovely, like sent him flowers and was right. like checking all the time, but it was just oh, very sweet. So I remember Blake's like, go girl. Like it was just very sweet. How everyone was It's really nice to have a cast that's supportive and great. No, this show, but that I remember, cause I've done quite a bit after that. Once I got back into the business, this show, I remember all the producers, all the cat, everybody being so sweet and just, kind they were like a family I'd yeah show up it was really and it was like a family there yeah and you know what and through all these things especially when a show that goes that long it was like you know kelly having her baby this happening with my brother people getting right. married people breaking up like you do go through a lot with people especially right. when you're doing 22 episodes for five yeah. years you know people moving people coming back people you know booking their first huge movie in between like when blake got uh the green lantern like that was a big deal for That's one right. of one of oh, us right. to, you know huge. book a and a lot of you yeah. guys were dating. Can I talk about <laughs> that? that? Like dating, there was like things yeah. were dating going on and I would see like a breakup and I'd show up the next day and I'd be like, I Are just watched to see how they reacted towards each other. But like, everyone oh. was professional. I would yeah. say, people are like, when so you say professional, I'm like, no, really? I don't even know a lot of those stories because I was around, but I just never knew anything. So I was just oblivious. So like, it's funny because yeah, it was hard sometimes <laughs> to, um, to guess what was going on because everybody was kind of just doing their job. But well, and you know, yeah. And then, you know, the press always said things that weren't right. So it'd be like some days they would be like, did you guys right. break up? I'm like, no, we were literally he I got picked up at his place from Transpo today. Like, no, we're yeah. not broken right. up. <laughs> so it was a trip. Oh, the but tabloids yes. love gossip. Girl. Stuff. They, they would have gossip. security guards with umbrellas covering everybody so they couldn't see the wardrobe. I remember I know. it was nuts. It was so wild. It's almost here. The NYX anniversary sale starts this Thursday, May 9th at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. So mark your calendar this Thursday, May 9th for the NYX anniversary sale. Get 30% off all leak-proof underwear, shapewear, activewear, and more. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Don't miss this. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wildcard on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, I had, uh, during the show, I had my mom passed away in 2012, and that was during the show. And a very similar experience to what you had is that I remember, like, you know, having to go home, obviously. And, you know, they just being so supported by everyone. And then that warm feeling when you come back. And then also I broke my foot during Gossip Girl and I had like a boot for like, you know, so long. And so I, you know, and then they always worked around that stuff too. So it's like you go through, I mean, if you think about all the stuff that happens in your life in six years, especially formative years, um, you know, it's a lot. uh, So everybody, you know, weathers a lot um, on set and you spend so much time there together. And then you could also miss huge swathes of things like, who's dating yeah. who and what's going on and you know but it is <laughs> but it's exciting um to know that like it's such a patchwork of of people's lives and they all come together hey, for this you know 12 16 I was this 18 hours. small little character and I'm so grateful to even say I was a part of it it was such an awesome right awesome show and everybody there was so awesome so cool yeah and we were so happy to have you like we always talk about this there was nothing or anyone or any part of it of guest stars that came on or reoccurring that weren't such a huge part of the whole puzzle. Like right. you added to things that, you know, made Serena's storyline better or Dorota's or vice versa. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like we couldn't have done certain scenes or had certain things go down without, you know, Vanya or without Dorota. I without never Vanessa. felt that way until there was a wedding. It was uh, our wedding, uh, right. Dorota and Vanya's wedding. Which is coming and up in there this was season. A, yeah. And, the, and I had a speech and, and Leighton started crying in the scene. And then afterwards, she was still crying. And I was like, why are you Why are you crying? And Leighton is such a sweetheart, but she would never own, she's not the type of person who'd be like, God, it really touched me. She wouldn't, you know, she wouldn't <laughs> right, say right, right. that to me. <laughs> and she said to me, she was like, she's like something about like just the whole thing that just happened really touched me. That was oh, beautiful. I love that. And I was like. I didn't so write sweet. it, but thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I remember that and that, and then at that moment I was like, okay, Bonnie is kind of a part of it now. Yeah, now I felt for a little sure. part of it. Yeah. But that's what I mean. They're not having a wedding for, of you two. If it's not yeah. that people care so much, they would, they, that's it's, and that speaks to what you two brought to the table and to the characters, because it could have easily so been where you were, you know, just in that's the, sweet. you know, in Blair's right. home and, um, the housekeeper there, and you're the doorman, and that could be really it. There's certain shows yeah. where that's all you see; you never get more. With you guys, right. you become such a part. You have you get you have a wedding, you have babies, that you have a proposal. Like you are fully a part yeah. of this whole world, and a lot of fan favorites of you two. People, you you two are a lot of fan favorites. We that's get so people sweet. writing in all the time about your relationship and what you guys have done. So that just also speaks to how Wild. well and amazing so cool. you guys were with with what was written for you. You know, coming on the show as a get as when you go, and a lot of actors know when you're a guest on a show or people are characters throughout the show and you come in mid second, third season, you don't feel like you're part of it. You kind of feel like there's almost like everybody's eyes on you in the beginning. They're like, all right, what does he got? What does he got? That's what they right. always like do. Yeah. yeah. I never and you're felt just like, that. don't mess up. Don't mess up. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was one scene I felt that, but that's because I had this big monologue in front of <laughs> everybody with the for, like the wedding with the accent oh, i had man. this huge monologue right. i remember the director put down like little like cards marks who's going to be standing where and it's the whole cast and i was oh like oh my god yeah oh my god let me get back into my room and memorize <laughs> these lines better because this is right like, that was but besides Stressful. that i always felt like nobody everybody wanted everybody to do well everybody yeah. it was a big family it was really it really, really was. was yeah yeah and our wedding really felt like that because it was like for Dorota and Vanya, the fact that that world, that the Waldorfs and the Vanderwoodsons and everybody um, came together to celebrate them and like hold them up, that was like a big deal. And it spoke to how cute they were and how, um, you know, how uh, how much they cared for those families that they worked for. And so it was a very sweet thing. And then for Aaron and I, it felt the same way. So it was like really double because I Dorota felt it, but so did Zuzana. Because for us, I think it felt like, you know, because we were guests, you know, 
guest stars that were in the house that were, um, yeah, you know, it had that working. same dynamic almost as like it the had side. the same vibe, which yeah. I right. felt like this bigger family had absorbed us and and was celebrating us and made us feel special, you know, for having. So it was like I really felt that storyline personally because it was like kind of meta, you know, because it was so nice that you know that Leighton and, and everyone meta. were so happy for us as actors that we got to have that great yeah. art, you know. <laughs> so it was cool. I love that. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, it was really good. Speaking of weddings, how about, yeah, Lily's cold, like getting cold feet. Did you did you feel that was going to happen? I felt like it happened maybe one too many times almost. <laughs> but then right. in the end, I saw why. <laughs> I saw why, you know, because there was a moment where I was like, come on now, just do the vows already. But I do think yeah. that they had to get to that moment with Scott, you know, for it to really all kind of come together. So I feel like the it was kind of organic and and the fact that the wedding, the, you know, the botanical garden wedding fell apart and I ended up in the loft. It all made more sense in the end. Right. So I found it slightly frustrating when watching, but then I was like, yeah, there's just such a cute couple. Those two. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, and, and the whole part with when Carter, which by the way, Sebastian too, when he plays this and he's like got tears in his eyes and you're like feeling for he, cause he really does a great job with that too, where he, where do you believe that he's actually this changed guy or is he really going to be the guy that's right. going to pull some shit again? And yeah. does he really love Serena or so when he explains to Serena that he was somewhere and he needed money and he, you know, did this proposal and met the family. And then we, as he's telling Serena, this, Serena has no idea that it was Brie. She's just like, okay, but you right. did that to someone. And meanwhile, I'm like, are you going to leave out that it was, <laughs> Nate's girlfriend, like, but was it Brie or was it a, another Buckley? Oh, I thought it was Brie. It's, I think it's Brie. Yeah. From what, oh the, wow. They, okay, I missed that. They insinuated that it was Brie. Yeah, maybe it's yeah. not for okay. sure. Okay, but that's what I picked up from it. Oh yeah. No, because I think Serena at the moment says so. It was a Buckley, but maybe yeah. Oh wow, that makes it even so much worse. Exactly. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Good old gossip girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Okay. And then Rufus and Lily with Scott. I know we talked about this earlier, but when this all comes up and yeah. everyone runs over and then we have to explain and they're like, you know, everyone's kind of dropping things like they do in the show, which I right. always love how every time they do this, you're still like getting so much information and liking it. And it's somewhere glamorous, like a wedding or a, right. you know, what was the other one? The auction or the, the you know, the fashion awesome. show. They always like have really fashion good shows. moments and the everyone's like yeah. super Bruh. decked out. <laughs> And the, yeah, the right. opera. Fashion week. New York <laughs> fashion, fashion week, week was a big yeah. They had a couple of those. So they they go through all of this. Then they're like, they got to run and, and find him. And then we get back to the wedding. And does Chuck say something to Blair? Like, how do we then look over and we we pan to Georgina and then we pan over and it's it's Vanya? How, who, who like tells us? It's at the end of the wedding. And he says something like, uh, so what about? Like, so what about Georgina? I think it was some sort of like, so what are we going to do about Georgina? Right, and right. And I feel like Blair's like not so fast or hold on or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I watched it actually twice because I wanted to see how cute I looked in the last scene. So, <laughs> hey, you looked really <laughs> so, cute. Um, you look real but I actually <laughs> forgot, I forgot what, um, I forgot what throws it over there. But yeah, essentially they're like, oh no, somebody says I, I, I'm, I'm just mad that Georgina's getting away scot-free. And they're like, yes. not so fast. And then we right. go to the bar right. and then we're in this dark bar and, and Georgina is drinking her cocktail and Vanya in spy, you know, uh, secret uh, character mode comes over and says he's a Russian prince. And this is not my first time working with Michelle. Did you all know that? No. Oh, really? I did a show on Nickelodeon called Pete and Pete. I remember that show. As a child oh actor, I was this <laughs> character called Clem Linnell who had little mutton chops. He would grow okay, mutton chops. You were chops like and a really tired. huge oh my child gosh. star. Like you I was in a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I but she was one of the one of Pete's friends. And Pete actually, the kid who plays Pete, Danny Tamborelli, was in the ducks with me. And right. So it's all wow. this like encompassing thing. And so when I saw Michelle in the makeup trailer, I was like, hey Michelle. And she's like, who's this guy? screaming at me and I was like it's Aaron I played in Pete and Pete she was like get out of here <laughs> and it was this big reunion where Aww, we got to I act again that. together it was very cute yeah. yeah that's so cute and it was such a cute scene and also she's looking at you so like that you guys have some good chemistry in that scene actually like she's like it was yeah like, okay Russian prince or Be Belarusian <laughs> <laughs> all right right so you easily convinced her to go with you 
And then you reveal it that suit. it's Dorota behind the menu, right? Revealing yes. it was all so a setup. That's the last. Yeah, shot. so that Dorota is like um, pulling the strings here, or, or yeah, is there to make sure everything went down correctly. And I love that little um, sneaky over the menu peak that she yes. that she has her little head <laughs> scarf on and so it's a really high glam episode for Dorota she's really just out in the world so I <laughs> love <Yes>. it <laughs> how about how about too when you go up to Blair and Serena you're like uh what do you say the the band so they're um they're stuck in traffic and she's like well Chuck does have a helicopter like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and she and like she calls she him Mister Chuck, which is great. Yeah, Mister Chuck has a helicopter, <laughs> but it's when 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 there's like one liners like that, I'm like, that is yeah. like wild that that's like a true They're statement for so Blair. Golden. I mean, I know it's a television show. Yeah, but can I give a shout out to Ron who directed it because this guy was actually a DP on the show for a really DP. long time. Yeah, that was oh, his right. first day. That was his first episode directing, and you could see. I mean, the the videography and all of the filming and the angles were always good in the show, but. That this episode oh yeah. particularly was really beautiful. Do you know it was wow. it's so Good funny call. you say that? And I did know that it was Ron, yeah. and we should be giving him a shout out because I love yeah, he was, Ron. He's great. He was excellent yeah. all the time. But at one point I'm like, okay, is this maybe did we have a little break and people had like went on vacation? It was that one time when Norman did the the roof deck member. I was like, the lighting. There was like a moment where I'm just like, Penn looks like a little bit more chiseled and something serena yeah. everyone else right. looks great like we get that but there was definitely <laughs> right, moments where special. I'm like, yeah i think was ron special. was whoever the dp was for this one ron was doing a little like little uh, extra hints extra to yeah. how to do it yeah yeah, yeah. you right. know they always oh, say great. i remember one of my first jobs my friend goes always get to know the casting directors in town and when you're on set become very close with the dps i'm like why and they're like because they can make you look good or real bad. Yep. I'm like, okay. Yep. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they know how that lighting right. works. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so anyways, good shout out. That was great, Aaron. Ron did a Ron good, awesome. good job for Dorota's self-esteem. <laughs> um, I feel like yes. we could talk to you for a million years, Aaron. So you'll, we'll have to have more conversations, you know, especially. Um, well, you have to come back big, for the wedding. Big wedding you is coming up. Yeah, that's our big yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. I love it. Um, it's been so fun, though, to, to have you here. And you've been such an important part of my life since we got to uh, work together. I'm so grateful to Gossip Girl that That's they right. cast such a tremendous actor with so much charisma and also oh, such a stop, that turned into such stop. a good friend for me. So uh, yes. I'm grateful yeah. to, you know, I'm always grateful to the show for all of the sort of friendships and relationships that I have. But I also feel like Dorota wouldn't have been Dorota without Vanya and vice versa. So I think we had like a good thing going. So I always love to see your face. It brings me joy. And I'm grateful for that signing. I got to hang out with you again, Jessica. Yeah, we got to be together. I know. I was like the three of us and Chase and and Ed. It was just like a really sweet, wonderful thing. Um, But that being said, when you just said like, Zuzana and Aaron, like the Dorota and Vanya of it all, it just reminded me of like the heart, like the best friend little that like you two together, like yes. are so cute together on the show, like the little heart. Um, can I just ask one more thing before we go? Did you, did you guys see that this is where it was going to go with them at all? Like ever with Vanya and Dorota? Like when, when, or was it just bits and pieces? And then finally it was like, whoa, okay. For me, I think after that wedding episode, I kind of got that it was kind of going in that direction. But before the wedding, I didn't see, I thought it was just going to be little, like here's the normal couple in the middle of this craziness. And then we disappear and come back. Here's the normal. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Cause it's like, rather than just being on the sideline, kind of judging or reacting to the drama, it's like occasionally they'd give us a little drama of our, not drama, but a little romance of our own, I guess. So, yeah. 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 So I think that, um, it makes sense because, like, Dorota deserves a nice boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, Dorota, I'm grateful I got to be Dorota's boyfriend slash husband. No, it's amazing. And right. you guys, yeah. and then you both took these parts and roles and, and went and did it in the reboot, which is awesome. Yeah, that was interesting. Did you enjoy yeah, that reunion? So it was almost like we never left, right? Is that how you felt? <laughs> yeah, it felt, yeah, yeah, I mean, it was pretty cool. I, I mean, it, <laughs> a lot of the crew was the same too. So right. it was just like yeah. wild. I love yeah. That. Right. We just had to, we had to um, get the dust off of our old uh, accents. Our accents. So to- <laughs> you were fine. There were moments I watched that and I was like, I really, I like, I remember like doing a take and being like, please don't use that take. Because I was a little, I think I went a little like, sure Australian at one point. Amazing. <laughs> Thanks. 
That's oh fun. my gosh. Is there anything that you want to tell us to look out for or charities that you like or anything you want to let us know? Sometimes people can't talk about projects. Sometimes they so want to. The project to that I'm in the middle of doing is, is I'm still filming. I probably have a couple months and then post. It's going to be hopefully within the next year and a half uh, is my documentary, A Stigma Raised in Hollywood. Okay. Yeah. And it's, it's about the stigma attached to child actors. And I talked to a bunch of fellow child stars, people who are A-listers all the way down to people who are now lawyers or doing something right. else with their lives and kind of find the connective tissue of it all and see what's behind the curtain, so to speak. So that's yeah. amazing. And when do, do we know when it's coming out or we, we don't have, have a specific no date yet? I'm, I'm okay. literally in mid-production. In mid, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'm hoping within a year and a half or so. I saw some clips. It looks really promising. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. 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 And he does such a, he gets people to be really vulnerable. Yeah. And then I get put into arm bars by Jonathan Lipnicki, which is always <laughs> fun too. So. But it's also, it's like, and it's a world too in which where people can, are going to be interested in it because it's either movies or shows they watch. So you kind of, it's nostalgic for the an audience this, to be like, yeah. oh, I remember this person or that, or wow, that person right. started there and they're here. Or there's an A-lister now that was a child actor that talks about, right. you know, all the stuff they How went through yeah. and like pe stuff people don't really know about. And that's what I mean. Kind of yeah. From the perspective of a former child actor, I think yeah. it's going to be a little different yeah. avenue to go to. So I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Exciting. Well, Aww. break a leg with that project and um, thank you. Be looking for yeah. it. Yeah. Do you want to do the Gossip Girl closing quote? Uh, uh, do you uh, want to do it or you want to do it, Susan? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I wasn't sure if you were talking to me uh, or Aaron. Um, no, because yeah. you know what? Sammy, I, don't, Sammy, I can do you it. do it? Sammy. Okay. Sammy. <laughs> Aww. I can, here, I'll I'll read it and I'll read it and we'll pretend Sammy's doing it. <laughs> doing it. Okay. okay. Here, perfect. Here it goes. Here it goes. We're pretending it's coming from the mouth of Sammy. Um, <laughs> there are songs that make us want to dance, songs that make us want to sing along, but the best songs are the ones that bring you back to the moment you first heard them and once again break your heart. XOXO. Oh my God. <laughs> That's so good. They're they're yeah, really, really good, Aaron. We go back and we're like, wait, they're witty and yeah. wise and and fun. true. And so and true. Oh man. That writing. Yeah. The writing on that show really was phenomenal. Yeah. It was really yeah. good. Well, we're bringing you back well, when we do the you, wedding Aaron. episode or another episode for sure. This was lovely. I'm so excited we all got to do this. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Yeah. Aaron. I had a blast. Thanks, Sammy. <laughs> XOXO is produced by Propagate Content and me, Jessica Zor. Our show is executive produced by Ling Lee. Our senior producer is Diego Tapia. Our producers are Hannah Harris, Emily Carr, and Kristen Vermilia. And our intern is Sammy Katz. Original music by Moxie and Loon. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wildcard on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in exactly. to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy, yeah. right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.